0: Time for the People's Postgame Show with J.B. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini.
1: Well, we got some stuff to talk about here tonight, do we not? My goodness, who in the heck would have expected that to happen this evening, right? But it did. And that's what we're talking about. Arkansas on the other side of a what, in a lot of ways, surprising, stunning, kind of all around strange three-point victory as the Hogs come away with it and find a way to hold off Lipscomb in a nail-biter, a game that went down to the wire. You saw Lipscomb get itself a chance, really two chances at tying this game up with three-pointers, but fortunately for Arkansas and Eric Musselman and a season that, you know, is not lifted off yet at all. Um, you fight find a way to win this game and you get yourself a desperately needed victory when you absolutely had to have it. There was no way you could lose this game today in little rock against Lipscomb and kind of keep the forward momentum going in your season. Uh, good to talk to you quarter past seven o'clock. We are in the immediate aftermath of Arkansas and Lipscomb at Simmons bank arena in little rock, a place where Arkansas has tended to not play very well throughout the years. Obviously a place where you're playing a road game, you're outside of your usual comfort zone. And unfortunately for Arkansas, you know, more and more, this continues to look like a game where Arkansas is uncomfortable is not playing in its home element. And I think the more that Arkansas looks like this, the more that you wonder why the heck they're playing that basketball game in Little Rock in the first place, supposedly to uh, to spread the love across the state. Yeah, well, look, maybe you need to get up for the opponent in this game. Hogs win it by three. You led by as many as 20. And it looked like you were in domination mode there about halfway through the second half before you all but crumble away and end up hanging on for a 69 to 66 victory. Folks, I did not anticipate even being around here tonight, let alone us doing a post-game show but hanging out at home with the kiddos and the fam and watching this basketball game on the tube. Cause I was not there. Let, let me not have you believe that I was there. I was not there. I'm doing this from the bunker studio here, team B media style. We were not expecting uh, to do a post game show here tonight, right? Three weeks away from the official commencement of that. As we get ourselves into the, uh, the groove of the new conference year coming up here first week of January. but. My goodness, folks, this team right now is a hot mess, has all kinds of issues, and we're going to do our best here over the next, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes, because I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) This is impromptu. This is on the house tonight, okay? We need to have a conversation about what is going on with this Arkansas Razorback basketball team, because frankly, I couldn't let this sit and wait till Monday morning. I've got some thoughts on the brain. I need to share them with y'all tonight. Let's go to the starting lineup first. Why is Joe Pinion starting? I mean, uh, this thing was off kilter from the beginning, two minutes for Joe Pinion. He gets the start alongside Jeremiah Davenport and Devo Davis. So must believing that Devo is his point guard answer right now as well. Really ran him there for most of the game. And Devo was kind of a hot mess Four turnovers, three assists. He's not a true point guard but he's the guy who had the basketball in his hands at the tail end of this game, because who the heck else is going to have the basketball in their hands Up and down the floor. Very uncomfortable at times against the press break, but um, Devo didn't look to shoot at least two for two from the floor. Starting lineup Devo at the one Joe pinion at the two. How about Jeremiah Davenport at the three Brazil at the four and Chandler Lawson at the five. See the front court's not ridiculous. Even Debo at the one's not. But Joe Pinion? In two minutes in this game, Joe Pinion didn't record a stat. Not a point, not a rebound, not an assist, not a steal, not a turnover, not a missed free throw, not a cough, not a chuckle, nothing. Out of Joe Pinion, who very quickly has shown, I think this level of basketball might not be for him. All right? This level of basketball might be a little bit over the head of the young young man from Mortolton who by all accounts is a tremendous practice player but that doesn't mean he's anything for you out there on the floor in the game. So hopefully that experiment with Joe Pinion on the starting line and lineup we can agree on that it was born and it died right there in this game tonight and it's over with we don't have to talk about it again. Move on. Traymon Mark off the bench, 30 minutes, 17 points for Traymon, yet 15 of them came in the first half. And so in half number two, Traymon, I mean, having issues, really getting in the flow. And, and he was facilitating at times too, which I kind of like, but you get the feeling that right now, for whatever reason, Traymon is in the doghouse with Eric Musselman. It could be some of that has to do with the defensive uh, struggles he had for a couple games there. Whatever the case, Mark was your best player tonight on both ends. 30 minutes must wrote him for as much of the stretch as he could. He came through for him. But um, this was just not a pretty effort across the board. 12 points for Makai Mitchell, five rebounds, some major buckets laid out of Makai. Where would this Razorback basketball team be without Makai Mitchell? And it was the same late against Purdue. And it was the same late against Duke. Heck the game you won against Stanford. It was Makai Mitchell knocking out a couple of buckets in the paint. He's not an all around great center, but he's the closest thing you have to a true center. Makai Mitchell, six for six from the floor in this game, y'all. He only takes shots that are within his flow that are good shots. He he was a difference maker in this game. What a standout performance. 12 points, five rebounds, six for six from the floor. Jalen Graham gave you some work. Five for six, 11 points. I thought Arkansas's bigs a lot more effective outside of Trayvon Mark than the guards. How about Caleb Battle? One for five, two points, played only 11 minutes and on the bench down the stretch, a guy who's arguably Arkansas's best offensive player. You think Eric Musselman is comfortable and happy with the rotation that he has right now? I mean, to me, he looks completely up in arms. And you saw it during the game arms wrapped around the chest, on his head. I mean, he can't quite figure it out. A lot of pieces on this team, but do they fit together? You really don't know the answer to those questions or that big question. I should say until you get into the, the flow of the season. And here we are still early, very early. And there's going to be a lot of overreacting tonight. We're six weeks into the season, y'all. And the games really don't start mattering for another three weeks in a big way. But you want to put together the best non-con resume you can for tournament purposes later. Give yourself the best chance to make a run through the dance. you can. And uh, if you'd have lost this game to Lipscomb, heck, the way you almost did is not going to help you a ton as far as the pundits are concerned. Uh, other stats for Arkansas in this game, 35 to 34. Lipscomb is a barely Division I basketball team, like long time Division Two basketball school. They were right there with you on the glass. Owen McCormick had 12 rebounds. Will Pruitt had five rebounds. I mean, who are these guys? AJ McGinnis had four rebounds. You look at Arkansas, your leading rebounder had six boards. Travon Brazil had six rebounds in the game, you know, five for Mackay, four for Jeremiah Davenport. And ultimately you find a way to fight him to a, you know, basically a draw, but that should be the case between Arkansas and Lipscomb. This should be a route. Arkansas should dominate the final score, let alone. The physicality game on the glass—that's kind of deeply troubling that that's not the way that went. Uh, leading scorer for the Bisons—that's what they call him—was Pruitt, who finished with 15 points. Missed one of those two threes at the end that could have tied it up. I mean, this thing almost went to overtime. Keon Menefield makes his Arkansas Razorback debut in this game. Menefield, 19 minutes of work, finishes with two points. And three rebounds. What about assist-wise? Two assists as well. So two, two, and three. Didn't have a turnover. That's going to be a plus for this team moving forward. Look, it's all not doom and gloom. You won the game. You didn't lose the game. You didn't lose the game. You did not lose this basketball game. It only feels like a loss because you expected a better performance out of Arkansas on the heels of such a a lousy performance a week ago in Tulsa against Oklahoma. That was a bad performance. You got worked by a team that albeit is a better basketball team, particularly at this moment in time, but you can take a loss like that. If it becomes a motivational tool for you, right? Something that you can use moving forward. And I'm not saying they're not using it right now. And I'm not going to tell you that they haven't focused on aspects that they've gotten better at. But, you know, outside of holding on to the basketball late and making sure you didn't turn it over, even though you had a couple of TOS in some spots, this was just not, this was not a significant enough step forward for me to feel good tonight as I lay the head down to the pillow before I go to sleep. And I'm not a coach. I'm not a player. You know, uh, I'm not even a fan. I don't play one on the radio. Definitely not on the digital radio. This is a a supposedly objective viewpoint on what you're seeing. And what I'm seeing right now is a basketball team that was preseason top 15. And right now they're playing like they might not make the NCAA tournament. Now, let me say once again, that I have enough confidence in Eric Musselman and what he's done, his track record here, speaks very loudly in his first four years to believe that this thing will get fixed. We'll get rectified. They will find a style. They will find their roles and they will start to figure it out. It's going to be a ton of fun to watch them and talk about them on the morning show and here on the people's post game show all winter long, but it's process, man. And um, I trust the process in this case. I'll say that you know, I can't stand the Sixers, but I'll say I, I trust the process and that they're going to get there. I just have some concerns. Nothing in life is guaranteed. You're not guaranteed a Sweet 16 every year. You're not. You're not guaranteed an Elite Eight every year. You're most definitely not guaranteed that either. Right now, this Arkansas Razorback basketball team is struggling mightily trying to win basketball games. And you were very, very fortunate to come away with this one and get this win for yourself because it easily could have been a very different story in Little Rock here today. Um, Hogs wins 69 69- his 66 special edition bat signal going out there. And so we're doing it. We're talking about it. And we're giving you a little post game conversation here on the people's post game with your boy JB. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back in three minutes. Some of your thoughts, a quick look at the social media. If you want to get a call in? We'll squeeze one of those in too. we're going to keep it short tonight For about 15 minutes. And I'm thinking a half hour of work. This is very much an on the house. Special edition show here, but it's fun to do one with you in the holidays. And we're back on Monday, of course. I just have some things that I needed to say before we uh, moved on with the weekend. Quick timeout. We're coming back. Team B Media, Bunker Studio, Josh Berticini. Thanks for being there, my friends. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution, a basement burger den with a funky vibe, great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey, guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project, too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan, too.
0: Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles, affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com.
1: Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWAJB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning Monday through Friday for 90 minutes talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWAJB. there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too.
0: Intense Party Rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party. You've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense Party Rentals, Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568. Or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, Pig Suey!
1: Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. good to have you here as we continue the conversation on our special edition people's post game show here for real NWAJB. you can follow listen watch subscribe to the thing anywhere on social media you can make it happen for yourself twitter x whatever you're calling it now facebook instagram what am i forgetting here uh youtube's apple spotify on and on iHeart, Google, Podbean. I'm going to stop now. Broken record. The Real com. if you want to make it happen there on the website as well. Been a, uh, a good day. A lot of family time getting in. Birthday parties in the swing. Kiddos getting a full work day too. And uh, hope you're doing well as you get ready for the Christmas stretch here. Live on YouTube here from the Bunker Studio. And appreciate all you fine folks who found us here, not only in the People's Postgame shows, but also live in the mornings each day at seven o'clock Monday through Friday. And you better believe we'll be talking a lot more about this basketball game coming up on Monday show at seven o'clock hogs beat the Lipscomb Bisons 69 to 66 standouts and struggles. Look, standouts. were not that hard to come across tonight. 17 points, five rebounds, three assists. Traymon Mark was your best player needed to be again. Uh, but was your best player in this basketball game. Makai Mitchell, we talked about that earlier. 12 points, six of six from the floor. There's no question his points around the bucket were critical in getting the victory for Arkansas in this basketball game. And I'm going to give, I'm going to give Jalen, uh Graham a little bit of love. For the 11 points off the pine, he's had a rough year staying healthy and being on the floor. Those were your three guys in double figure struggles. Caleb battle, 10 minutes played, 10 minutes and 49 seconds. What's going on there? Two points suddenly out of the mix. As far as your best players are concerned the last couple of games, he's supposed to be one of your go-to offensive guys. L Ellis. I mean, your point guard situation's off a cliff here. This much we know This much we see. I mean, right now L Ellis is uh, one of the biggest disappointments on the team. And because of his inability to figure it out. I mean, Ellis in this game, one minute played. Must doesn't even give him a chance to get any run. Because of his struggles, Joe Pinion ends up in the starting lineup. Like, please, no more. Lane blocker, 20 minutes. Scored two points had four assists. And what else? We talked about uh, Chandler Lawson getting the start. He didn't do much either. Four points and one rebound out of him. Your best player, Travon Brazil, is not playing like a uh, an all sec caliber player right now, 6.6 rebounds, one assist for him. Hog shot the basketball fairly well. Did not defend with a ton of tenacity, 53% shooting for Arkansas against 33% shooting for Lipscomb. So folks, this basketball team is going to get better. We know that, but right now I think the deficiencies that they have are glaring. And one of those huge deficiencies that you see with this basketball team right now is their inability to create offensively. They don't have a bona fide playmaking point guard. They don't have a guy who can facilitate things and get other guys easier looks. And when you're talking about a basketball team that doesn't get easy looks and is trying to find its way from three. Anyway, you put yourself between a rock and a hard place. So um, look, there's not a lot really to write home about at the end of this thing, other than the fact that you got work to do and it's finals time and the team's trying to get better. And there's lots of little things that you absolutely positively can't continue to improve at and are going to need to improve at to be a better basketball team, a more serious basketball team, if you will, down the back half of the season. What's coming up for Arkansas? Abilene Christian is next on Thursday night. Hogs are back home at Bud Walton Arena. We'll have an opportunity to play a game against a team that made the NCAA tournament last year, a pretty good Abilene Christian team that actually made a little bit of noise for itself in the dance too and showed well last year. So Thursday night, six o'clock. I mean, judging by the way, the crowds have been rolling lately. You figure this thing is going to be a little bit more sparse, a little bit more. um, uh, One of the lighter ones we'll say attendance wise, that's fine. Whatever. Um, if you get the chance to go to this game, strongly encourage you to do that right now, as we watch them kind of work their way through the motions and try to figure this thing out. It's, it's kind of fascinating. I mean, you got Eric Musselman, maybe outside of his first year here, going through a stretch where he's short on answers for the first time in a really long time. And we haven't seen Muss short on answers like this like I said a moment ago in a really long time. Um he's trying some different guys in different spots. Netfield activated from the uh from the transfer waitlist or whatever you want to call it. You you got a chance to see him out there on the floor in this game too. That's great. One guy is not going to save you right now. You know, one person is not going to come in the door and fix the problems of this Arkansas Razorback basketball team. That's just not going to happen. And so instead of sitting around waiting, hoping for that to happen, you just got to continue to work on things and get better and better and continue, I think, to have a lot more live five on five. Hogs really struggled against the zone in this one. When you're forced to hit shots against the zone without a confident playmaking um, point guard, it puts the whole thing in a really difficult spot and makes it very tough. To get a sense of uh, of really what you're working with, and spacing guys out becomes a problem because if you don't have the ability to space guys out properly and get open shooters in the right spots on the floor, the whole thing becomes an absolute nightmare. Who is your point guard the rest of the way? Is it the recently activated Keon Menefield? It might need to be. It might need to be. Is it the Uh, season-long Ellis experiment officially over. I think that is officially over. What about Devo Davis continuing to get run at the point? I think you have no choice but to see that. Is Devo that caliber of point guard? Can he be a guy who takes you into the dance as your main guy handling the rock and does some work with it? Might be easier said than done. But um, at the end of the day, the team will continue to try to figure some stuff out and you'll just hope with your fingers crossed as they get ready for their upcoming contest against Abilene Christian, that they're able to uh, finally make some breakthroughs in practice, spacing the floor point guard play, and obviously continue to work on boxing out because if you're not rebounding well against a Lipscomb team like this, you're going to have major problems rebounding when you get in the thick of sec play. Abilene Christian coming up next. Hogs will play them Thursday night. Final game before Christmas at Bud Walton arena, six o'clock and then it's Christmas time, baby. And then right after that, we got UNC Wilmington. So two weeks from what two weeks from tonight here, we got ourselves UNC Wilmington around the corner and, um, and and that's going to be on a Saturday at four o'clock. I'm looking at the schedule right here. So four o'clock on Saturday the 30th, that New Year's Eve weekend. And then conference play begins, Auburn out the gates, and you get right into it that first week of January there on Saturday the 6th. So it's coming up quick. Um, Obviously, the season's long. Feels like the season in college basketball in a lot of different ways. Longer now than it ever has been, I think, frankly, because it is. And so what you have is uh, teams that have a lot of ups and downs. It feels almost more like a, um, you know, a professional type season, an NBA season. And the grind is long and the grind is absolutely long. And by the end of it, you know, you you hope you find yourself in the NCAA tournament. Cause if you do, you're feeling a lot better about yourself than if you don't, that's really the story of the game of college basketball these days, be in the dance, give yourself a chance to make a run there And uh, that's all anybody really remembers. You don't make the tournament. Unfortunately, that's all anybody really remembers there either. Uh, Final thoughts tonight. Social media. How about Dewan off the Twitter? Love the basketball takes. Big D coming at me. JB, good to hear the show. Sorry, it was such a poor showing in my hometown. Crowd seemed into it. The team really never got going. Not enough shooting right now. Three pointers supposed to be dropping more from our wings. Well, look, I mean, JD got the start. Uh, you feel confident when he lets it fly out there. They obviously tried to get the threes going as you allude to with Joe Pinion getting the start, the one three balls, definitely get fans going. You know what else does playing, winning basketball and going on big runs. That 17 to two run. I wasn't at the game, but early in the second half hearing that, even through the TV, you felt that run. And then for whatever reason, the energy definitely went out the window. Like you said, uh, what else? Let's go back to the tweets coming in. Terrence, my guy funny to say, I think this team might be less on talent than last year's squad. And last year, we had a lot of pieces injured by the time we got to the tournament. Thoughts on that? I mean, you had Nick Smith and Anthony Black are first round draft picks last year. So I, I don't know. You say um, this year's squad is, is, you know, being less on talent is a surprise. Like the idea was you were going to have more pieces this year. Eric Musselman talked a lot about adding more options to the roster through the portal T and you know, for whatever reason, we haven't seen enough of those pieces really shine through so far. How about the Facebook page, a couple more, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up here. Um, Shane writes in team getting better, need to stay focused and find more ways to win games. Cody says this team survived. Did you see the post from the Razorback team? I did. Did y'all see this? A nice little win is what the Arkansas Razorback basketball team called it. A nice little win. Mm. That's tough. Sam writes in Mark and and Mitchell are clutch. Brazil has been a disappointment. Don't know what the deal is but they better get it together. They're going to get manhandled in SEC play. Uh, JC writes in good to see his bro calling the hogs in the stands. Mikel playing for UALR now. Donnie boy. This was too close. Our team to figure out week to week. A team that beat Purdue and Duke and yet almost lost to Lipscomb. Yeah. Kind of confusing but I'll tell you what What's not confusing is how sweet this setup is and how awesome it is to be able to hang out with you fine folks and make it happen live impromptu on short notice, really whenever we want. Isn't that incredible? Like we weren't planning on doing the show. I think I said all week long in the morning show. We're not going to do a show Saturday. We're not going to, it's off season. We're not even rolling with the, uh, the, the, the new year yet. We got to wait a couple weeks now nah, we're doing it. We're doing it. Too many thoughts out there. I think this team final summation here. I think this basketball team will be okay. I think there'll be an NCAA tournament basketball team. I just, I got to bank on the last four years and how good a coach Musselman is. But I think as we watch them play more and more, the upside of, Oh, they could be a contender. They could be a final four. They could be a, now you're starting to rein that in a little bit. And some of the hype machine stuff seems exactly that. Like it was perhaps a little too much hype. They got a lot of work to do. And Eric Musselman, I would think right now is going to be absolutely merciless on them. He has no choice as he tries to get the best effort out of this team, but battle not playing was, was very question uh, questionable. You wonder where his commitments at right now. The whole team's got to buy into each other. Y'all they just don't feel to me yet. Like a team that is bona fide, completely 100% bought into each other. And that is a very dangerous thing um, when you're not completely bought in. You feel me? Okay. Because then you can get beat by just about anybody. On that note, I think we call this bad boy good. This is fun. Half an hour, special edition, impromptu, making it happen. Bunker Studio, Team B Media. Hope you're having a great weekend. I'm going to get back to mine, but watch this game. and had to get some thoughts out there. And now we have the ability to quick make that happen. And that is super awesome. So are all of you. Uh, we'll come right back at you around the corner. Monday morning, seven o'clock sharp, seven or four for those of you keeping score at home. Seven o'clock sharp via podbean YouTube the real NWA jb.com and uh we'll talk a lot more about the bowl games, the football, some good games already today in the NFL. And the latest on the transfer portal, obviously, too, with our uh, last week of shows here before we shut it down for a week of Christmas, okay? Appreciate every last one of you. For Team B Media, I'm Josh Bertagini. Hawks win the game for Lipscomb, 69-66. And we'll see you on Thursday night, right, for Abilene Christian next Hoops game. Have a great rest of your weekend, y'all.